All right. Thank you for tuning in to the Sun Journal Sportscast. I am your host, Adam Robinson, with my co-host, Lee Horton, the Sun Journal Sports Editor. This week on Football Championship Week, we have as a guest Will Kramlick, sports writer, assistant sports editor of the Sun Journal. Will, thank you for coming on to the podcast. Friday Night Gang, the Friday Night Gang is all here. Yeah. Yeah, those of you that follow along on Friday nights on our uh, weekly football show that after three or four years doesn't have a title, uh, we're back. We're back on a Wednesday. Nope, Thursday. Thursday night, yeah, but... Yeah. It is Thursday, but I mean, time's relative. This, I mean, um, this podcast is evergreen, so... Exactly. You might be listening to this on Monday after all the games happen, just to listen to see how wrong we were, which is fine. Um, so we have a couple games. We have on Friday night the Class D state championship with an area team of ours, Winthrop Monmouth Haldale. They take on Foxcroft Academy up in Bangor on Friday night. And then on Saturday, we have the Class A state title game at 11 a.m. in Portland. Uh, with Oxford Hills taking on Thornton Academy. Um, so, Lee, I'll let you take it from here, but uh, where did you want to start? Well, let's start with uh, let's start with Friday's game. Let's go um, chronological order. Um, so you, you saw the first game, Adam, between Winthrop, Monmouth, Haldale, and Foxcroft, right? Yes. Um, what, what was the difference between those two games, between that, those two teams last time? And what is what does Winthrop want to do differently this time? Well, the first game, Foxcroft uh, scored early. They they took control of the both offensive and defensive lines. They controlled the line of scrimmage, um, and then they they uh, got an interception in the end zone, up seven nothing when Winthrop was about to score. They, they picked off Winthrop in the end zone is what I tried to say there um, to make it to stop it from being seven to seven. And then Caden Crocker, the receiver slash corner that picked it off, brought it back to around the 50. And then they went and scored on that drive to make it 14, nothing. And then they scored a field goal before a halftime to make it 17, nothing. Um, and then I talked to Dave St. Hilaire uh, earlier this week, the Winthrop Monmouth Hallville coach, and he said his team just could not wait to get to halftime to to just regroup and, and adjust and figure out what went wrong. Um, Jake Umberheim, the, the senior guard and defensive lineman for Winthrop, said that he thought his team came out kind of slow and not enough energy for as big a game it was. Um, and, and Winthrop made it a game. They, they brought it within 17-14 in the second half with about five minutes left, but Foxcraft put it away and won 24-14. Um, and, and so if, if Winthrop wants a chance tomorrow night, Friday night, um, they'll, they'll need to be, be stronger and more physical on the offensive and defensive lines and try to get, line, get openings for running backs Logan Baird and Dom Trott and Robbie Feeney and get a pocket for quarterback Andrew Foster. But if they can do that, if they can get some openings, then I think they're right with Foxcroft. Uh, Foxcroft just came out really hard in the first half and 
and made a gap big enough to to hang on to. Um, but I think it'll be a real close game on on Friday again with these two teams. So, so why why um why did Winthrop only put score fourteen against Foxcroft the first time? Well, Foxcroft had the ball a good amount. They they got a couple turnovers. Um, Winthrop could have scored more. They forced five turnovers. I mean, four, five fumbles, but none of them were turnovers. They didn't recover any of the fumbles. Okay. Um, so Foxcroft got to keep the drives going, um, and they had to. Uh, Winthrop had to punt a couple times in the first half, and just weren't. I don't think that they were ready for the moment, ready for how good Foxcroft was. Um, the second half was a totally different game from the first half. They made it a lot closer, but uh, they're, they're just going to have to come out harder. And both um, Liam Burgess and, and Jake Umberhine from the story I wrote about their lines today in the Sun Journal, they both said that they have to play four quarters. And, and that's that's totally true because Foxcroft totally dominated the first half and and are, are good enough to hold a team off in the second half, kind of like when I watched them play Oak Hill. Um, they they had a lead going into halftime, but it was a real close game. Oak Hill loses a running back in Tiger Hopkins, and Foxcroft kind of pulls away in the second half because of really Austin Seavey and Caden Crocker, the quarterback-wide receiver duo that they have, is is really talented, and, and they can move the ball on the ground as well. So, Yeah, it seems like um, Winthrop hasn't had to play four quarters very often this year. Right. Um, and – Maybe the only time they really did was the first time they played Freeport. Because mm-hmm. um, last last week against Freeport, they played three quarters and then Freeport came back. Or they played three and a half quarters. Um, so that yeah, that could be that could be the thing that they have to really do. There. Right. Yeah. Because um, the other teams, they just kind of they took care of them pretty easily. Yeah, I was gonna say they. Uh, it seemed like they they played bully ball, you know, against other teams until. Yeah. going into that Foxcroft game and then, you know, matched up with a team just as good as, you know, themselves and weren't ready for it. You would think, yeah. you know, going into the state championship that, uh, you know, Winthrop will be ready for that level of play now. Okay. Um, yeah. And I was thinking that, um, I guess I was thinking the Bucksport game, the first game of the season that Bucksport made them play four quarters because, Winthrop jumped out to a lead, and then um, Bucksport came back, and then Winthrop just kind of had to spend the rest of the game pulling away for the most part. But, yeah, they, had, they haven't had a lot of those games. Um, so they yeah. do, I'm, I'm sure they'll be motivated for that. Yeah, definitely. And then St. Hilaire was talking about how he liked what he saw from his team, uh, Winthrop's performance against Freeport in the, the playoff game last week and how they scored two – uh, second half touchdowns to kind of put them away and and just to how they they played a complete game and he thinks that his the team is is uh, ready to go and play in playoff football and he, he thinks that they're going to be a lot more prepared for Foscroft on Friday and just more ready for the moment that he's like to the, the team's playoff uh, play so far and and he's he's excited for Fridays and I'm excited for Fridays because I think it'll be I mean it was a close game few weeks ago but i think it'll be a really good game on on friday if both teams come ready to play yeah and with them they need they need to run the ball too i think that's their big yeah exactly yeah 
because 53 yards is not very for with their three running backs is not very not a great game no that's not going to do anything when when uh logan baird is and dominic trot are you know good for 100 yards each usually every game or, or you know average around there or logan baird in the bucksport playoff game runs for 250 yards i mean they need to that's their bread and butter they've moved to a really run heavy offense st hilaire said um, since they figured out that they have a good offensive line and what they have in their offensive line, they they weren't sure coming into the season what they were going to look like um, up front. But from that Bucksport game in week one on, they were like, all right, we've got something. And, and they moved kind of run heavy, and Andrew Foster can throw a couple balls down the field when that opens up after the run game, but they need the run game to get going to, to make everything else work. So if they can do that and be more powerful on the offensive line, then they've got a real good chance. Um, so who, who, who do you guys predict to win this game? Boy, oh boy. Um, I, it's going to be real close. I'll, I'll take Winthrop just because um, I think they, they know what they did wrong in the first game. I think it was close enough that they can fix those things. And I think that their offense is uh, high powered enough that they can uh, fix it, get it moving, score touchdowns and, uh, and hang. I mean, if their offense is going, they can hang with any offense in class D. Um, so I'll take Winthrop tomorrow. Uh, see, I went with our picks. I went with Foxcroft. I mean, I think it'll be, you know, a good game, like Adam said, but just, yeah, like you said, you know, CV to, Crocker that connection uh you know they just Foxcroft just dominated Oak Hill in the in the semifinal they've they've won all their games you know they, they kind of have to just keep going with them because they they've had the winning formula every week yeah yep. I, I picked Foxcroft too I think but I don't know they just uh they they seem to have the guys who make the plays at the big times like they Oak Hill actually ran the ball against them pretty well at least on two or three drives last week and they were able to stop that. They were able to make the play at the, either at the goal line, they stopped Oak Hill or um, there's another time that Oak Hill got to the 20 and, and uh, Foxcroft intercepted them. And there's another, another long drive that Oak Hill had that ended like at the 30 or something. So, right. But that also says like uh, they can be run on. And so if Oak Hill can do it, then that gives Winthrop a chance for sure. But they, they seem to be able to just, just to make the plays. Um, I don't know. I always wonder, like, sometimes losing that um, regular season game isn't a bad thing. And I think it could definitely be the case this game. Um, because if the teams are so closely closely um, together. Right. Like, I, I mean, Oak Hill can move the ball on them, and they have a much smaller – uh, and younger offensive line than than Winthrop does. Um, so, and I just don't think that Winthrop's lines are going to be um, are going to play that down again. Uh, so, I, I just think Winthrop has a real good chance. But I mean, Crocker is one of the best athletes in in Maine um, on both sides of the ball, so he can change a game real quick too. So, it'll be a really fun game. I just yeah. think Winthrop has the 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 higher ceiling. I think in this game. Seems like the, the DBs, the defensive backs might be the key. Yep. 
for Winthrop. Right. Just uh, making enough plays. Um, or stop stopping the enough passes, especially like on third down and that type of thing. Yep. Um, so, all right. Could be, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I wanted to pick Winthrop just because they're, you know, a team we, we cover, but I also have made a lot of bad picks this year. I'm in last place, so I decided to go smart. This well, time. I'm, choking, I'm choking all of it away. I'm not going to win. Yeah, well, yeah, there's no way I'm not finishing in last place. Well, so, but, so it doesn't help, but I, I just want to go out with some momentum for next season. Right. And the, the Sun Journal staff picks. Um, okay, so that's that should be a good game. That's exciting. Up in Bangor, it's 6 o'clock tomorrow night. Yeah, at the, um, new, at the new facility. I'm, really, I'm excited to see it. I've heard really good things. Yeah, and it's really cool. And those two teams, it seems like from the beginning, from like week one, those two teams have established themselves as yeah. the best the best in Class D and that nobody's been able to prove otherwise. Really even come close. Freeport, I guess, kind of did last week, but um, for three quarters, they weren't really – they weren't as – we're playing very well or playing with Winthrop Monmouth Haldale. Um, but yeah, those are the two best teams. So that's nice. So it should be a good one. Um, so let's move on to class a Saturday morning at 11 o'clock, the early game. And I, I was talking to Mark Soren after the, the, after Oxford Hills has went over Bonnie Eagle in the semifinal. I took, and he, he's, I told him about the 11, the 11 AM time. And I was like, Oh, you have to wake up early. And he said, Oh man, I hate waiting. So, I don't know. I guess in that way they, they get to wake up, they get to wake up and go straight to the game and not have to sit around and, and wait and watch what other teams do and stuff. They get to right. set the tone early. Yep. Um, and uh, I mean, I, obviously Oxford or Thornton Academy is the, the favorite, um, but they have lost state championship games before. It's not like they, they were pretty, I mean, they were favorited last time too. Last year, I believe. Um they were not maybe not heavy favorites, but they they got they'd beaten um Bonnie Eagle during the, the regular season, and then then Bonnie Eagle just came out and gave and handled them. If I remember, it was like a three touchdown game or something, yeah. And so, uh, but I think, uh, kind of like last time, um, kind of like the Foxcroft Winthrop game, this is maybe not the the Oxford Thornton regular season game might not have been the worst one to lose because you kind of know what you need to work on. And in that game, Oxford Hills turned the ball over five times in the second quarter. And other than that, they played very, they played pretty well. I mean, up to that point, they were kind of the more physical team even. So, um, but what, what's the, so what's, Will, what is uh, Oxford Hills' kind of focus this week of what they're going to, what they're going to do differently or better? Uh, you know, just the defensively, um, you know, they talked about, you know, just communication um, and trust, uh, you know, talking to hearing from, you know, Coach Thor and he said, you know, everyone is focused on what their job is and doesn't try to do too much. And that's why the defense is so good, because they have a scheme, everyone has a job. And when it's just done the right way and everyone just worries about what their one thing is and no one makes mistakes, that's, you know, that's why they're getting the job done. They're, they're, they're stopping teams from getting touchdowns. They're, they're making big plays. Um, and that's been huge for them. And, uh, you know, hearing from senior Trevor Danforth, it, those guys love to hit. And, you know, when you watch them, those guys, they, they you know, at the snap of the ball, they're just bam in the backfield, bam, knocking guys over. And, and it's always, you know, 
two, three, four guys in on every tackle. And uh, that really can wear a team down. Yeah. 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 I try not to glorify like hard hitting too much, but I noticed last week that it's like where they really hit is uh, like when somebody like catches the ball or like gets past the line, the defensive line, it's like, like right beyond that, they like, there's tends to be these guys who just like launch into them and hit the, hit the ball carrier. Um, and so that's gotta be, yeah, that's gotta be, they are a hard hitting defense. So they physically, they can stack up with, with, um, with Thornton. Yep. Um, and so, and I think it seems like, yeah, the doing too much thing is especially important because they need to be able to accept, um, a shorter gain and not try to force a pass too much. Like I think Soren probably did um, the first time they played Eli Soren. So that's kind of be, I mean that, yeah, they really have to like stick with whatever game plan they come up with and not try to do, not try to go beyond that, except like, or be, be uh, careful and smart about when they do go beyond that, when they do try to go for the, the big play. Um, yeah, so that I think that's going to be just a smart play is going to be the key there. Um, right, because Mark Soren was saying after the game, after the Thornton loss in the regular season, he was saying that his son Eli Soren, the quarterback, just tried to do way too much in the first half, and that's kind of what led to all those a lot of those turnovers. I mean, one of them was on a kick return, but uh, he tried to do too much and and turn the ball over. But their defense. Uh, played really well even with those turnovers. I mean, the, the kickoff return fumble, they got, Thornton got the ball on like the 30, 30 yards to go, and they they settled for a field goal. I mean, Oxford Hills didn't give up too much points, too many points off those turnovers. Um, Soren was just trying to do too much. So, yeah, well, if you, if you just go back to the um, making the smart play, um, I think Oxford Hills can stay in this game. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, on, like you said, on offense, just uh, don't give the ball to Thornton. Um, <laughs> you know, they, they got to be able to run the ball a little bit, I think, uh, and just, you know, keep possession a little bit more. But, you know, Thornton has all those different receivers to throw to. He's just got to make sure he finds the right guy, you know, even if it's just getting the checkdowns. And eventually those big plays will be there. Um, and if he has to run a little bit, just do that. Hold on to the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Mark Soren said the team that, it's going to win is going to be the one that doesn't give up the big plays and, you know, on defense, make the other team have to really earn all of their yards. Cause it's really hard for uh, a high school offense to do is, is get lots of short first downs all the way to, you know, a big long drive like that, except if you're Cape Elizabeth, you know, against Levitt last week. Yeah, exactly. 10 minutes. What were we going to say, Adam? No, I'm just, I was agreeing with him. I mean, Cape had that 10 minute drive against Lovett. But um, yeah, if Oxford Hills can, can keep the ball out of Thornton's hands, then um, they, right, they have a better chance. And if Eli doesn't try to, you know, get the extra couple yards and, or try to fit a throw in where he might not think he, he has it, then um, I think they're, they're right there with him, just like Will was saying. Yeah. But then Soren, I mean, Soren is like, still there i mean he's still their best offensive player um oh yeah and uh so he's still gonna be a key part of it especially i mean his running i think is really important it just opens up like um like a rollout is it a rollout or is it a run um yep. and then he just 
has this like knack for hitting the holes too. Like everywhere on the field, he just knows. And so just kind of adds another weapon, but then also his passing is really important. Um, Bonnie Eagle did a pretty good job of shutting down the long pass. There was one to Tegan Pelletier that he caught right at the goal line and they said he was out, but it was on the other side of the field. So um, Mark Soren was pretty sure after the game that he was in, but I couldn't see. Um, so yeah, so they they they've shown they showed last week they can win without the big too much of the big play. Soren did have a four to six yard run, but that was kind of he turned a you know what they were hoping to be like a ten yard run into a forty six yard run, and but they did a lot of passes, a lot of like you know fifteen ten fifteen yard passes and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so that shows their versatility. Their running backs didn't get a lot of yardage, a lot of one yard runs against Bonnie Eagle, but. After both games, Oxford Hills has talked about how Bonnie Eagle has the best interior line, interior line. So, yeah, I think that had a lot to do with it too. Um, but they do need to get like uh, Wyatt Knightley and Morrison, and uh, those guys need to get. They do need to get a little bit out of those guys to run to beat Thorne. And don't forget, Eli Thorne can kick the ball. So, yeah, yeah, he does have a leg. Yeah, he's pretty. Yeah, he's really good at that. He's good at everything. Um, so yeah, that's it. Should be a good game, um, and I think they they their confidence wasn't really lost by the the um, loss to Thornton. They just I think they if they weren't sure about it before, then they know now they can play with them. Like they can match up. It's just yep making the right the right plays, the smart moves, and stuff like that. It's going to be important. Yeah, Thornton um, talked about that on the Varsity Main Live show that I just did. Um, just Thornton's been there a bunch and, and now they've gotten there and, and they, they played Thornton tough and they've beaten Bunny Eagle twice. And that, he said that that counts or something. So, um, yeah, I think that that close loss is, is pretty valuable going into the state game. Yeah. And they, yeah, and I, uh, he talked about Mark Soren talked about how the, this year's team just really likes to compete a lot. They just, yeah. and, uh, and even after the game, um, Eli Soren said, uh, we, we, like, we get to go play Thornton now. Um, and so not like, oh, we were hoping not to have to play them. Like they were like, yeah, he was just kind of matter, matter of factly, we get to, we get to go play them now and yes. like, basically see how they match up. So I think they're looking forward to it. And this is a, a bunch that likes to compete and prove themselves. And I think he was on the varsity main live. Yeah. He was talking about how Mark Soren was talking about how, um, and by the way, Adam Robinson was on Varsity Main Live tonight. Oh. Mark Soren was talking about on that that um, that in the past he's had teams that kind of would get to this point and just kind of be like, I don't know <laughs> about this. Yeah. But this team is pretty. Um, they're not like that. They're ready to to be up there in that top top group. Yeah. Exactly. Um, what any other keys to the game that we haven't talked about? I've been a bit of a chatterbox about this game, and I apologize. All right, just passionate. I'm passionate about passionate about football. Yeah, football's life. Just love the gridiron. Will, yeah. what do you think? You've been, I've been doing a lot more of the Winthrop stuff this week. But what do you think is going to be the, the biggest thing in in this Class A game? I mean, just the, I think the biggest thing is is we saw what happened the first time, and and that was you know Oxford Hills prove physically that they could win it's just the mental part of the game and 
they need to make sure they don't make those mistakes. But also, you know, this is the state championship game. Those guys haven't been there. Some of the Thornton players have. So they need to get past that mental part and just, you know, realize it's a game. They know how to play the game, do what they can, and just, you know, have the confidence, you know, just keep the smarts. And, and I think Oxford Hills has all the pieces to, to win the game. They just have to kind of go out and prove it. Yeah. Pretty spot on. It happens. So, so what are your predictions in this game? Uh, I picked Dr. I, I Hills to win it. Um, I think it'll be close. And, you know, one of those like, you know, kind of 24, 17, 24, 20 kind of games. Yeah. I'm right there with you. I think I picked Oxford Hills. I think it'll be close. Just like the other one, I think it can go obviously either way. But I think that loss was pretty valuable knowing that you didn't give up too much off the five turnovers, six turnovers you had total in the game. Um, I think that they know they can play with them, which I think is just like what you said, the huge mental hurdle of just knowing that you're right there with them. And I think that Eli Soren is is good enough that he if he – calms it down a little bit and and plays how he's been playing the rest of the year, I think they're right there with him, and I think they can win. I picked Foxcroft um, just because I don't know. Um, Do you mean Thornton? I picked Thornton, yeah, actually. But I also picked Foxcroft. Did and, you? Yeah. But I, th- I think Foxcroft is going to go to Portland the next morning and win the Class A championship. Yeah. As Good well. luck. Right. Um, no, I picked Thornton. Um, I don't know why. I just – they won the first game. I guess I, I guess uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm convinced that Eli Soren can play a game without making the big mistakes or not making. I mean, I think he can make can make a few mistakes. He just can't make five mistakes in yeah. one quarter. Um, right. And so I don't know. I just not not for any reason. Just because the. I mean, I think that it's actually a good. It was a good good game for them to lose and not like. That way they don't come in with this this game with any false confidence that they have the opposite. Um, yeah. Some very cautious confidence. Um, exactly. but, it's a good confidence to have, right? Yeah. There with it. Kind of a chip on their shoulder about what happened. But I don't know. I mean, it's, it's their first time getting this far. And so just I went with it. But yeah. I, could, I think I'm more – I think I'm more certain of my pick uh, – of picking uh, my, my class D pick than my class A pick. Wow. So that's how I felt too until Adam started talking up Winthrop. And now I'm thinking maybe I was wrong, but we'll see. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're, you were right when you said, you know, Foxcraft hasn't lost yet. They've, they've taken care of business every single time. And um, they still did get a double digit win on Winthrop. So, I mean, they can very much easily win it i just think winthrop has a whole lot of options and, and a whole lot of weapons that they could go to but if it works out then they can they can win it so i i think it, both games will be really really fun i'm excited for both and i think they'll be really really close uh each of them so yeah i think so i think they could be um and that yeah i think oxford hills their defense yeah it's so overlooked i think a lot too just they have like Isaiah, like uh, Isaiah Ofiero is the playmaker on that side of the ball, but then they have Soren and Pelletier, Dakota Grassi. They have, they have really tall, um, tall athletic defensive backs, and then they have that big line. Yep. Good, good linebackers. Um, so I think that I mean that yeah they that they can they can make some mistakes against Thornton and 
the offense can, and the defense will, you know, will help them. And the defense can give up some points, and I think the offense will also score some points. So they can definitely play with them. Um, just well, and, and and put it this way, like to turn the ball over five times in one quarter means your defense had to stop the other team yeah. to get the ball back to you. Yeah. 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 No, they've done. They 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 have the athletes this year to to stack up with Thornton. Um, they certainly do. They may, they may be more athletic this year, but um, yeah, I just think that they have a chance. Their defenses can keep them in any game. And uh, Eli Soren is, is a difference maker just as a junior. So um, I'm really excited. I think they've got a real good chance. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's hard to think that like Eli Soren is not, maybe isn't, the best player when on in most games, if not every game he plays in, yes. Yeah. What what they ask him to do, um, so yeah, he, big game for him. Um, so okay, so let's go. We want we have to talk about the other games really quickly. Let's just mention them. Who who do you pick? Uh, Marshwood and Wyndham. Marshwood, the Probably. way they just beat yeah. up on Portland and Wyndham's had a lot of close games and, but they didn't face a Marshwood. And Marshwood is that team that's there every year. So yeah. I think they're, that's the edge. Yep. I'll take Marshwood. Steve Craig talked me into it because um, they gave up 42 to, I think, Kennebunk earlier in the season. And then they gave up 21 to them in the playoffs. And then they shut out an undefeated Portland team to get to this game. So I'll take, I'll take Marshwood over Wyndham in Class B. Yeah, it sounds like Marshwood is really coming around in the playoffs and they've been a different team. Um, but – so, yeah. yeah, but it seems like they've that they've done that in the past, but and they they're always there. I mean, they've they've won like five in a row or something, or like five out of six or something. They've won a lot of. Yeah, those. I think it's five out of six. Five out of six, yeah. They've won a lot of those every year, and I mean, I don't. Yeah, I wasn't as shocked about the Portland game. I guess I was shocked that it was a uh, thirty-five to nothing, but like, yeah. I mean, there's a reason why Portland didn't want to be in Class A, and so. And Marshwood is always in Class B. I mean, they they Marshwood plays against the best Class A teams, and they do pretty well. I think every year they play like Thornton or Bonnie Eagle, and they're right there with them. Um, so I pick Marshwood. I pick Marshwood as well. And then um, Class C, Cape versus Winslow. Oh, I think it's Cape. I think it's Cape by, by a lot. I think that Cape team is really good. Um, they they beat Wells by like 60, I think, or 50 something. And then Winslow lost to Wells um, like two weeks before Kate beat them. So um, I'll, I'll take Kate by a lot. They beat a really talented Levitt team. And I figured whoever um, won that game was going to win the state title. So I'll go with Kate. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I went with Cape too. just the Cape has all those, you know, athletes and they can, you know, have a track meet but then the fact that they went up to levitt and did what they did you know grinding it out i, I yeah. just think that whichever way they have to play that they can do what they need to do and, and beat winslow yeah yeah i think so yeah I was, I was thinking last week that um before the games were played the semifinals that i, th- I thought um i thought levitt probably had the best chance out of all of our the sun journal area schools out of the three three or four the four teams to to win a state championship but I also felt like they had the, they were the most unlikely, well, besides Oak Hill, but they, uh, you know, they were the most unlikely to actually make it to the state championship game just because Cape was going to be tough on, really tough on them. And Cape beat them, which I 
didn't think would happen, but it did. Yeah. So, all right. Well, that's that'll do it then. Thanks for thanks for joining us, Will. Thanks for having me, guys. Finally. Podcast. Yeah. We want to save you for the best show of this thanks. of the year. Yep. I promise. Exactly. I promise this wasn't just like a last minute decision to have you as a guest. I promise. Nope. Well thought but out. We uh we might be back next week. I don't know with the holiday, maybe not, but if if not, then we'll try to get back early December. Yep. On the Sun Journal Sportscast. <laughs>